Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you're not of age and have questions about sex, gender, and relationships, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, the show that answers all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine, and this is a different one. Um, if you're in the Discord, you already know what's going on. But to give you a very brief summary, um, I got hurt uh, pretty bad, and it's affecting like every aspect of my life. So what we're doing is funny volunteered to take the reins, as it were, and so we're going to be doing a whole bunch of episodes with her as the host with a bunch of guest hosts called Dear Guesty. Uh, this is not a permanent change to the format. I hope to return relatively, hopefully soon. I'm still behind the desk editing and everything, but I'm in a lot of pain and hosting a podcast is just not something that I'm able to do very well right now. So while I'm resting up and everything, Fanny's going to be uh, keeping y'all in her capable hands and is going to be doing a great job with it. This uh, this new episode, I think, is a banger. And she has a bunch of more fun episodes in uh, in planning right now. Um, kind of another thing is uh, I'm sure all of you are aware by now that Patreon has had a mass exodus because they have banned... Um, pretty much all ABDL content creators. So we have set up a subscribe star. That is subscribestar.com slash Dear Jazzy. Uh, again, thank you so much to everyone who supported us in the initial transition phase and everyone who's been subscribing even past that. It just means the world to us. Thank you so much. Uh, so that's all I got to say. Without further ado, let's get into the first episode of Dear Guesty. Hey, welcome to Dear Guesty, the podcast spinoff of Dear Jazzy, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I'm your host, Fawny, and while Jazzy's managing a spine injury, I've asked some good friends to fill in. Today we're featuring Pizza Bagel. Hey guys, it's me, Pizza Bagel. Hi Pizza Bagel, what do you do? Um, I, I guess I make art, and uh, Ange Drum just makes stuff. I've, I've, I've made a couple things. Some stories, some some audio recordings, but mostly art. <laughs> okay, art's a pretty big subject. Can you be more specific in like what you use and what sort of things you make? Okay, so a lot of just illustration and it's digital illustration, so it's gonna be, you know, pictures that you find online. Um, and yeah, so how much how much more specific should I get there? You use a, a drawing tablet, right? Okay. So, okay. So yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so a drawing tablet, specifically a Cintiq uh, twenty four Pro. I forget now. Um, Which is yeah. extremely fancy. Uh, it's very fancy. And you kind of <laughs> dig into more cartoony styles than anything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I definitely think I go for something that's a lot more cutesy and not as overt, but uh, hopefully everyone enjoys it just the same. Yeah, no, I, I love the subject matter of your work. Like, I've been a longtime fan of yours, as well as, like, one of your best friends, you know. Thank you. Um, your Princess Daisy stuff is probably what you're most well-known for. Like, you're the Princess yeah. Daisy guy. Uh, how do you feel about yeah. that? Um, I, I think I fought it. I used to fight it uh, for a moment. And I was like, no, I... I, I don't know. It was like, do you, if you're familiar with Star Trek and you know that... Leonard Nimoy went through a period where he, he wrote a book called I Am Not Spock and everyone got upset at him and then he later wrote another book that said okay I'm Spock <laughs> I think the title was just called I'm Spock yeah. um, so he, be, he, he fought being defined by his role as Spock and then later was like okay this is my defining role this is what my life is gonna be is I'm Spock <laughs> so you so you got into that very quickly, uh, comparatively. You were like, no, yeah. I'm not the Daisy uh, guy, actually, sure. Yeah, I, I am Princess Daisy. That's right. Um, <laughs> you heard it um, here first. <laughs> that's right. It's okay. It's official. Nintendo's still waiting for the press release on this one, but you got me. 
I am from Sarasota. Fantastic. I'm going to take that and sell it to all the news networks. Um, <sighs> but before we get any further with this bit, I do want to talk about your social media mm-hmm. handles and links, and I'm going to tell the people where they can find you on Twitter um, or the website formerly known as Twitter. You are Pizza ba, and then a whole string of numbers. <laughs> so it's P I Z Z A B A three five four zero five eight two seven. On Blue Sky, uh, B S K Y dot app, um, you're going to be Pizza Bagel, Pizza Bagel dot B S K Y dot social. Mm-hmm. And on DeviantArt, you're also Pizza Bagel. How old is your DeviantArt account, do you think? God, I want to say. I think I got a notice a couple months ago telling me that I hit a 10-year anniversary. Uh, So it is over a decade old. That account has been sitting there. Um, Damn. Yeah, and I have uh, not been banned once, so... (laughs) Knock on wood. Knock on wood for me, please. (laughs) I've got got an angel. Something else. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got an angel somewhere in the, the, the DeviantArt dev room that's got a special place in their heart for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, DeviantArt <laughs> dev room angel. Um, yeah. And secondary question to your accounts, how can people give you money? Um, right now, uh, you can't. Uh, it's, uh, we, we did have our Patreons, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, uh, but that was my only source of, hey... Here's, here's how you can financially help me out if you're feeling generous. Um, it, my art was all free there. Uh, and I just kind of asked people to, you know, give where they can. Um, mm-hmm. But now that option has been taken away from some people. And we'll get into that soon. Yeah. No, we'll get into that very quickly. Um, I do see that you've got a couple of speaking notes. Did you want to touch on those now or save them for later? <clears throat> uh, we can... Hit them whenever. I guess. I guess as long as we're here, we might as well talk about it. Yeah. Um, you want to talk yeah, about so, Capcom? Yeah, because because uh, I was before uh, we went to the to our first Capcom last year. At least my first Capcom. I didn't know what to expect, and uh, I'm honestly I'm a believer now, and I want to go to everyone. Uh, yeah. So same. for yeah. So for people who. I don't know. I don't know how much you and uh, Jazzy and everyone else have talked about it, um, but like, uh, it's fantastic, and I wish as many people can go as possible. I know it sells out quick, and I know it's very pricey, but there is nothing else like it out there. That I That's know. so true. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to think of like if there's anything even comparable out there right now, and uh, no, like the the stars aligned for the Capcom team to like put together this convention and be able to grow it to the point that it's at and the stars are going to have to align again for them to be able to make it bigger so I I have planning on making it bigger I'm hoping so I mean look at how quickly it sells out now yeah (laughs) yeah they just they need a bigger venue they it it always caps out because of you know uh, event space capacity rules Um, yeah and just wrangling but, that many people. But, yeah, um, and like, it's been a great venue, or at least the one we went to was a great venue, because they have those gigantic conference or like speaking rooms and all of the, yeah. uh, like just a bunch of speaking rooms and, you know, little multi-purpose rooms where there was all sorts of fun things like the, uh, I'm going to remember the the big playground uh, for the rest of my life, because yes. that was so fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm definitely bringing more play clothes with me this time so that I can, you know, do some proper monkeying around on that, uh, the playground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, for people that didn't get to go, and hopefully you're going this year, things like just, you know, gigantic baby swings, uh, ball pit, um, like a big, like, constructed jungle gym that you can, like, climb around and slide off of, and like bounce on it's 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 crazy it's honestly like i cannot believe they were able to put this together and yeah, yeah like, like other cool stuff like, like the, think the of life, a regular like, daycare someone has already thought of how to make those things big and done it and brought it to capcom yeah you you will feel smaller <laughs> it's guaranteed for <laughs> real all the, things you, all the things that you think are like kid baby things and you're just like oh god i wish i could get on that or play with that 
uh, again. It's just like it wouldn't make any sense. Someone's made a big version of it. Like a rocky horse <laughs> that was, I, I mean, I'm a short person, but it was almost it was taller, taller than, than me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it um, was astounding how big it was. Yeah. Um, I think it was the tricycles. Uh, we didn't take advantage. Yeah, the tricycles were very funny. Again, like it was very funny to see like full grown adults chasing each other in the hallways on tricycles. Um, yeah. And very funny. Not, well, not funny, but it was very cute to see like <clears throat> the gigantic crib that stands like nine feet tall once the bars are up. Like, <laughs> you're gonna be literally a baby in it. <laughs> <laughs> no escape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a big plan for Capcom? Like, is there anything that you are gunning to do this year? Uh, um, I don't know. I would like to uh, hang out and uh, chat with more people that I, that weren't like in my immediate uh, friend group. Even though I did love hanging out with Cuker, hanging out with Cuker and Shelly and during the movie nights was super fun. Um, getting to hang out a little bit with Jazzy and the crew was fun. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about uh, Gunpla and airbrushing and 3D printing um, and just kind of like, I don't know, get more into the weeds of uh, Yeah, of, make more of like lasting connections with people, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I think you're going to have a really good time doing that this year. Like it's it's yeah. one of my priorities to get you more into the um, like the, the jazzy circle. Um, yeah. That, that's one of my big plans. My other big plan, uh, hopefully Capcom accepts the uh, attendee-led event. Um, what is it called? The application that I did uh, for Santa Storytime. Storytime with Santa and Miss Claus. Um, yeah. I've gotten one of the, the people from the like the various servers that we're in, um, Berserker, uh, on board to play Santa and read stories for like all the littles and middles. And I would like to be Miss Claus to like hand out uh, little treats um, and little trinkets and also have a candy cane if anyone wants some after hours candy caning. <laughs> oh, you know they do. <laughs> the canes hurt, though, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and also I see <laughs> that you want to talk about Patreon. Um, so... Yeah, I know that we're going to talk yeah. about it later in the news segment. Um, but yeah, do you want to like give us your like uh, first person on the ground reaction, fresh reaction to like Patreon removing just about every ABDL account on the site? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you don't kind of like follow our artist space on Twitter, I think... People have speculated that it's because they're about to go public with their company and they want to kind of clean up their brand identity. So they don't want 18 plus uh, accounts and uh, I guess Patreon accounts. I don't know what I forget what their terminology was for content like creator. Just creator. OK. Um, but yeah, so um, I guess. Did we already mention that? Yeah, they just basically took a bunch of ABDL accounts and axed them, like, across the board. Almost nobody has a remaining one. Um, so it's, it's unfortunate, but I think it is kind of one of those things. Like, we agreed to their terms of service when we started using their platform. They allowed us to make money by making it convenient for people to give it. And then they decided that we were no longer welcome. And that is their decision as a company. And it sucks, but, you know, this, this is where we're at. They're, they're legally able to do this, and, a, and it's put a lot of people in a lot of bad spots. But we just got to, you know, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my first reaction is, wow, that's kind of a, a shitty move on Patreon's part. Like, they're not making yeah. any friends this way. They couldn't even give mm -hmm. warnings or anything or say, hey, actually, That's we're changing it. our terms of service. Your account will be removed. You have time to download your things. Mm -hmm. And like right before Christmas, too. Like, yeah. this was definitely a Merry Christmas, fuck you kind of move. 
they they didn't just put coal in the in under the tree for us. No, they put like just yeah. shit under the tree. Like here <laughs> you go under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, if if you're I don't know, if you find an artist is having a difficult time, maybe you just go see if you can commission them or you know just uh, throw something at their PayPal while they kind of figure out their their money situation. Um, yeah. Luckily, yeah. Luckily, they waited until I had a pretty decent uh, employment prospect for this to happen. So I'm good, but just find other people that need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that there's a, a fair few folks who uh, relied on Patreon. And mm-hmm. now they're scrambling to find other platforms to host their work and get their, you know, subscription base back. Um, and one of the big options for people nowadays is Subscribestar. So if you did uh, subscribe to a bunch of people on Patreon, check to see if they've got a Subscribestar now. Uh, either that or what was it? Pixiv Fanbox is the other option for I, artists. I believe so. And I remember somebody saying that they had they were like like not as friendly towards like eighteen plus content. But that's where I don't know. I I I don't see that expressed in the images that they have available. <laughs> Yeah, their rules might be a little more wiggly because, like, they're not North American. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Subscribestar and Patreon, though, uh, I'm going to take a moment to read out the the patron list, the list of people who are currently making this podcast possible and giving Jazzy um, more funds to be able to, you know, live her life and not have to scrounge for change. <laughs> we really, really appreciate everyone on this list. And uh some of these folks are from the old Patreon. Some of them are from the new Subscribestar. So thank you to the folks who moved over. Um, and we'll see how this goes in the future. Uh, down in the $1 tier, we've got Amy, Danielle, Doodle, Drake, Kiffy, Lupin, Lux, Manic, Pixie Panda, Riley, and Philly. Up in the $5 tier, we've got Annie, Brya, Bunny Girl, Izzy, Casa, Chels, Alexi, Ethan, Hoff, Bondage, Pelo D, Red, Remy, Ryan, Schindler, Starling, Family, Stitchlet, Streeth, Toybox, and Tyranid, Twinkie. In the $10 tier, we've got Aurelia, Darbinator, Juicebox, Mayachu, Meerkat, Neocryptid, and Var. In the $20 tier, we've got Daddy Gray, Joe, Cat Puff, Let's Call Me Joe, Little Pup Tracks, and Maple. And that got us straight into the news. Uh, I'm going to take a a little breather right here to let Jazzy play the little news audio clip. (laughs) And um, in the in the, the news notes here, first up, we're going to talk about the things that ABU has done. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw the new pictures or not. Uh, the Tiny Tails line of diapers was just announced. I may have Did seen you? it, but uh, you know what? I'll have, to, I'll have to Google that at some point. But tell me all about this amazing product. <laughs> for sure. Thank you for allowing me the space to talk about this amazing product. So Tiny Tails was announced at Midwest Fur Fest, and it's a diaper that's specifically aimed at the baby fur community. It's got a series of four different baby fur characters on the diapers. Um, unlike Peekaboo's, it's all the same four characters on every single diaper. Um, you're not wow. going to get like one that's a bear, another that's a dog. No, all of them are all on all the diapers. Um, it's got a really cute little balloon motif. Like the little characters are holding onto balloons and kind of like floating on the front of the diaper. And there's uh, rainbows around the leg gathers and around the waistband. It's very pastel-y. It's very playroom. It's very furry. Uh, I like the colors. I can't say I like the design placement, but I love the colors. And that's what counts. (laughs) Oh, this is all me, huh? Do you remember those, <laughs> the ones with the see-through shell? What company did that? Ooh, I don't know, but yeah, the see-through shell I do not like. That is a that wasn't Bambino, not a personal was it? fave. No, couldn't have been. Ooh. Anyways, uh, fact yeah. check me, uh, DM me, um, tell me that I'm wrong. Um, those <laughs> I at first thought that the clear shell diapers were like, oh, interesting, and then I thought about it more, and I was like, no. I don't like that. Yeah. But back to Tiny Tails. Tiny Tails are going to be available January 24th. Wow. Also that sounds from, amazing. 
<laughs> also from ABU, ABU uh, the ABU blog did a, a big post on ABDL pull-ups. Uh, did you end up reading that one at all? Oh, God, I did. Oh, uh, shoot. How long ago was that? I, I, I just started this new job, and I am, like, brain dead, and I've been forgetting I want to say it was in, like, so the last stuff. week, week and a half. Okay, but anyways, I'll give you the little rundown, because I remember okay. it pretty pretty well. Um, so ABU has been thinking about doing pull-ups for a very, very long time. Like, every ABDL community knows that, like, if they do pull-ups, they are going to be raking in the big bucks. It's just that the machine's big enough to make a pull-up that is not, you know, your fucking depends or poise, um, like, slip-on with the big uh, band of elastics Gross. near the top. Yeah. Isn't that really possible. Um, that elastic band at the top on those, the, like, adult incontinence underpants um, is because the weight of the, like, wet uh, super absorbent polymers gets heavy and it, like, wants to be, you know, lower, closer to the ground because gravity exists. Uh, so mm -hmm. you need a lot of those elastic bands around the top of the underpants to, like, keep them on you. And this is not good for, like, a toddler design where you don't have that big band of elastics around the top. So ABDL companies have been trying to think of, like, well, how do we find a balance between something that can actually stay on an adult body but looks like a toddler's training underpant? Um, yeah. So pull-ups have been in the works for a very, very long time, but they are not happening anytime soon. And ABDL, or sorry, um... ABU did a really good rundown on why they don't exist. Um, are you are you a fan of pull-ups, Pizza Bagel? Uh, I would say I am. And controversial question, are pull-ups diapers? Uh, I would say no. Why not? Um, because I, I suppose if you have to create a dividing line, I think uh, a diaper is something that requires like tapes and, um, and I think the thing that defines a pull-up is that like it pulls up and that is it. That is the mechanic of the pull-up is that it is a pant that requires no adjusting uh, or taping or anything. Like it just comes up. Uh, so that, that's, that's where I fall on that. Okay. Uh, can I argue with you for a minute? feel absolutely free. Are you into etymology at all? Uh, no, she's gross. Ah, <laughs> oh, you got me. Anyways, no, etymology. <laughs> um, the etymology of the word diaper comes from the kind of uh, fabric that was used to, like, absorb uh, fluids. It was mm -hmm. a diaper cloth because it was textured in a certain way. That's just okay. the way that it was woven. Um so a diaper is not necessarily a thing that tapes or pins on. Mm, and so yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would split it that way. I get what you're going for, but I think there's yeah. more gray area than a yes or a no, you know? Uh, it's entirely Kinda possible, like but... All rectangles yeah. or all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. Yeah. You feel um, me? And I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's very akin to the... <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich kind of conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is and so cereal like, a soup. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I guess you would have to, uh, if these two things are to be separate, what defines them? And uh, how does our culture move forward without knowing this division? Mm-hmm. I don't think we can, honestly. I think it's what happened in the last election. Is that no. we don't know. But you know what we do know? We do know that you can get 10% off of your order of $50 plus from ABU with the code DEARJAZZY2410. That's DEARJAZZY2410. Now on oh to Capcom news. <laughs> I think I did great. <laughs> <laughs> Master of the Segway. Um, yeah. Capcom <laughs> updates. Tickets are completely sold out. They had um, a second sale of tickets that were refunded um, or canceled for whatever reason. And those tickets are completely gone. That's it. Um, so sad. 
like Capcom tickets always sell out really fast. Like if you're not there at the exact time that they are being sold, you're kind of screwed. Um, so yeah. if you want to go to Capcom, schedule it. Schedule uh, to be there for when tickets drop. Sign up for those email notices. Because um, I know that I've spoken to people before, like people just kind of in the sphere around me and they're just like, oh, wow, Capcom sounds really fun. Can I still go? Like, can I still get tickets? And I'm like, bro, it is like cult mentality stuff in here. Like you have to be in a place at a specific time to be able to get the tickets or you're not going. And even if you are Mm -hmm. there on time, there's still a chance that you won't be able to go. It's a bloodbath is what it is. It's scary. (laughs) Yeah. It's anxiety inducing. So, (laughs) um, like definitely look into going if you have the means to do so know that it's going to be tough um but for the folks who did manage to get tickets um and i'm very excited to be able to see all the folks who did get tickets at capcom there are various signups available for convention attendees open right now like the burlesque you can sign up to do a burlesque performance and it's a more of a variety show than a pure burlesque um, so think about like anything that you would do at like a little talent show uh, maybe sign up for that if you like performing. There's also the Town Square for selling uh, secondhand and uh, new goods. Um, I've signed up to hopefully vend at the the Town Square with like stickers, pins, lanyards. Um, some of my friend Kimmy's books, as well as the uh, Sophie and Pudding uh, book series, um, if I'm able to get copies for the table. Uh, and some home sewn goods as well, like little pageant sashes that say things like Mommy's Little Sog Champ. Uh, because I think I'm <laughs> hilarious. Um, you can also sign up for the attendee-led events. Like, they're not official presenter programming. They are um, more smaller community events. Like the uh, the Santa Story Time that I want to do is a- an attendee-led event. Um, and then if you do any sort of art, any sort of, you know, digital illustration, painting, uh, drawing really anything that you could show off in a gallery. Uh, they are going to be hosting a Littles Louvre at uh, Capcom this year. And you can just submit whatever piece of art that you've got that you want to um, have shown in the Littles Louvre. The theme is just like age play joy, things that bring you joy about ABDL and age play, um, which is pretty cool, I think. Um, I'm definitely going to be applying. PB, are you going to be applying? I'm not certain. I'll have to find a piece and uh, just do so my many. little write-up. I know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. And uh, last bit about Capcom. Jazzy is going to be signing any and all Jazzy padding power cards brought to her at Capcom. Whoa! And the, the Jazzy and Fonny set is really cute. We've got little heart hands <laughs> that match up between the two cards. Um, oh, I, I will also now, yeah. sign cards if you bring them to me. Uh, <laughs> you can bring me any card, but I would love to see ones with my face on it. Um, and then, yeah, Patreon. Um, circling right back around to Patreon, bringing it into the news segment. Um, allegedly, Patreon is getting ready to go public as a company, and so they've like made their terms of service way stricter and have removed a lot of fringe fetish content and abdl was considered fringe fetish already um and news about jazzy uh jazzy is still recovering but she does send her love to all of y'all hey pizza bagel yes do you want to read some reddit posts with me sure yeah, did you see the links that I had uh, yes. selected for us? Should I click into those? If you like, if you want to read along. Because we're going to be and judging strangers on the internet. And if you heard that, that was my straightener falling down because I'm bad at planning where I should put things. Um, so I'm going to get right into it with this first one starting at the top. We've got, okay. am I the asshole for getting adult diapers for a friend? And it reads, this happened a while back, but still comes up every now and then. So I wanted to get another opinion. As a bit of a background, I was 22 when this, when this happened. And my friend, who I'll call Dan, was 23. I was browsing a subreddit subreddit dedicated to freebies one night when I saw a post for free adult diapers. I was about to ignore it when I thought it'd be funny to order it for my friend. And since it, since it seemed low effort and quick, 
I did. I filled out a brief form using mostly fake info, but used his real first name and address. Then I moved on and completely forgot about it. About a month or two later, Dan lost his shit in a group chat with me and a couple of other friends. He was blowing up, demanding to know what asshole sent diapers to his, his, his house. My friends thought it was pretty funny, but Dan's reactions were way too extreme. I confessed almost immediately and explained how I found it for free and it was just meant as a shitty joke, but he was absolutely livid. After he spent about 20 minutes berating me and calling me some of the most imaginative, putrid, incredible ad insults I've ever read, he explained why he was so mad. What I had forgotten when I made the order was that Dan's parents, who he was li still living with at the time, have always insisted on opening and checking his mail. So when they opened up a package addressed to him and found adult diapers, they were scared shitless. shitless. They were 100% convinced that Dan had contracted some disease that made him lose control of his bowels and was too scared to come clean. Every time he tried to explain that it was just a bad prank, they didn't buy it and just assumed he was making excuses out of embarrassment. I apologized, and while he was still mad about it for a while, I was eventually forgotten. Uh, it was eventually forgotten, and we moved on. But whenever it does come up in conversation, I try and explain how I didn't intend for his parents to see it and just thought it would, he would open it up, be confused, and throw it out. And he insists that he should have known that his parents would have seen it and that it was idiotic. Parentheses, it was. Also, yes, we both know opening someone else's mail is illegal. And yes, I know it was a relatively unfunny joke, but I figured since I had uh, shit all to do and it was seemingly and it was seemingly harmless. Har wow. <laughs> and it was seemingly harmless. Why not? So am I the asshole? Um, should I go and answer? Yes. Okay, so I want to say no. Uh, I would say the assholes of parents. And mm -hmm. honestly, for being so stupid. Um, like, how were they so adamantly convinced that their son, who, in their 20s, has, uh, A, contracted a disease that they just weren't aware of that caused him to be bowelly incontinent, and that he showed no signs of, uh, even this bowel incontinence they uh, were so ready to claim he had. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so his parents sound insane if the story is true, because it's like, the rest of it sounds like totally normal kind of little prank, where it's like, ha I got you a stupid little gift. Oh, you. Uh, but then you have these parents going, oh my God, you're shitting your pants every day. How are they, how are they convinced of that? Yeah. Also, they don't have any evidence of him having used the diapers yeah and also why did they jump to him like uncontrollably pooping all the time instead of just you know bedwetting or some sh yeah easier option yeah because uh, like i don't know do, does does dan i guess if he's in his 20s still living with his parents i assume i guess uh mm -hmm. maybe just Maybe he just lets out some really uh, rank farts, and they and they constantly accuse him of shading his pants, and he, <laughs> he just can't shake the reputation. Um, so or, you know what? Hard to say, uh, but I, I feel like the parents are the worst offenders here. Parents are the worst offenders. It is a fairly harmless joke, and all this guy that posted this needs to do is speak to Dan's parents himself. Like, Dan could have said, hey, you need to come clean to my parents. Yeah, yeah, true. And ultimately, he's not the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Innocent. <laughs> That's it. We've judged it. Uh, we've judged it not the asshole. Are you ready for the next one? We've only got... What? Two more of these. Okay. Let's go. This one. This one's a little more interesting. This one's less funny. Um, this one is, am I the asshole for telling my friend my twin brother wears diapers? Uh, I promise this doesn't sound as bad as the title makes it seem. Me and my brother are 15, and like the title says, he still wears diapers. He doesn't need them. Our older brother, who's 28 and, and our legal guardian, says that they're for comfort, which I completely get. I have my own comfort items. The thing is, since he's been wearing them around the house, I've not been allowed a single friend over. They aren't even allowed to step in the door, just in case my brother is wearing one. He never wanted anyone to find out about it, and I understand that. And that was four years ago. Now I'm just really angry. He's allowed his friends over because they know for certain he won't get caught out then. Uh, but I'm never allowed anyone over, and living with my two brothers is really frustrating. And it's not like they can't make accommodations. My brother can choose to not wear one when my friends come over, or stay in his room if he absolutely needs to. And my best friend, C, is a really good person, and I know she wouldn't give a shit. 
I've tried telling them this, but they still won't let her over. A few months ago, I told her anyway, because she's my best friend and I tell her literally everything. And she was fine with it, and we went on with our day. Now, on Sundays, her mom works late and she lives in a really rough area so she doesn't feel safe at home by herself. Usually we sit on my front lawn until her mom finishes and picks her up about half past twelve. But it's real fucking cold now, and on Sunday we were both shivering our asses off. I grabbed her hand and dragged her inside, planning on sneaking her up to my room and dealing with the fallout when she left. Sadly, we ran straight into my twin brother, who for whatever, whatever reason wasn't wearing pants. Neither of us really gave him a second glance and went straight up to my bed, but he got pretty upset by it. Luckily, my elder brother only came in to say, we need to talk, but let's see, stay. Her mom picked her up and I went to bed. Yesterday, my brothers had figured out that I'd already told her otherwise she would have had a worse reaction. I denied it and told them she was freezing and probably didn't even notice. And if she did, she's a great person who has seen me in far more embarrassing situations. They didn't agree. Eventually, I told them that I had told her months ago and I've since been grounded. I saw her at school today. Naturally, she was really worried when I had messaged her on Monday. I'd been, kept, I'd been kept off for this family meeting, uh, and I basically told her what had happened. She agrees my brothers suck and are being unfair, but other family members I've tried to contact say I shouldn't have violated the trust. I've been given the silent treatment, but was, but was allowed my phone back tonight when I said I needed to keep in contact with C in case anything went haywire. She's a big user of Reddit and suggested I try here. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? Um... I, maybe it's me. I feel like I'm really skeptical a lot of a lot of these. Uh, being oh no, real. it sounds fake as hell. Yeah, um, because if if you have an older brother that is like basically like a father figure, uh, who was looking out for you know his, his younger brothers in a way where it's like, and the whole situation of like, so you're really humiliated. You're you're genuinely. Uh, embarrassed that like you wear these but it's optional and you also seem to walk around the house without pants so it makes you really upset but they're also like out for everybody to see and mm -hmm. I, that just that doesn't I don't know mentally check out for me um, unless you just I don't know that seems like a, a really insane circumstance and so this seems like a writing prompt where, uh, I don't know, a 15-year-old was like, I, I don't know, let me practice creative writing here for a second. And, I don't know, rewrote his family in a way into these roles. It's like, my little brother's annoying. Eh, he wears diapers now. Yeah, or I'm, I'm wondering if uh, it's like, you know, an allegory for something else, like an allegory in the sense of like, you're just swapping um, the oh, actual yeah. affliction or thing that they're doing um, for he wears diapers. Like... Maybe it's my sister has alopecia and wears wigs. She doesn't want anyone over at the house when she's not wearing a wig. And so I'm, I'm not allowed friends over because she doesn't like to wear wigs at home. Like, yeah, is can we make sort of connections that way? Can we judge differently if it's a situation like that? Um, yeah. Um, hard I, to say because, like, we only have the story to go off of. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, you know, if <laughs> you had someone at home who was really self-conscious about the way that they look without their, um, you know, hair, um, it would make a lot of sense to be like, hey, uh, actually, we should hang out elsewhere because like they want their their private time. But it would be nice for them to make accommodations for you to have like a day or two that you can have you know, your needs met, your social needs met, and also, you know, be nice to your friend who's going to be outside for a long time at, on, on a cold night, waiting for her mom to pick yeah. her up. Yeah. So, like, this one doesn't seem real, but uh, I'm coming with the gavel of innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Not the asshole. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... For, for I, telling... I for telling the friend, I agree, not the asshole. Yeah, like, I, I, again, this seems like a, oh, how are you even construing that you're the asshole here? Like, because you've, you've, like, you've got several paragraphs of, like, you've got an insane family. And it's like, well, I just don't know, am I the dickhead here? Now, okay, here's a question. Here's a question that relates directly to this, this story. Does the brother wear the diapers to school? 
that would be very important because like if he's genuinely like their comfort item I, I don't I, I guess like if he's going to school in them like he needs that comfort so badly that he's willing to put his I don't know social life and and his reputation on the line just to feel that comfort and like then his I friends guess... can come over the brother's friends can come over yeah but yeah. the narrators can't yeah for fear of person who was so upset to be seen in his special comfort item that he, he all hell will break loose <laughs> because he's not wearing pants yeah or does the family just not like c possibly this could be a what did c do oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh man we gotta ask more questions about c c didn't understand the poop knife oh no <laughs> in in here put in sound effects of like gunfire and planes flying over no No. oh the poop knife (laughs) okay fair enough (laughs) yeah uh i think solid consensus not the asshole for telling c that your twin brother wears diapers (laughs) if he wears them to school people are gonna and his friends already know I've, yeah, like why not see? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the friends knew, like his, like the little brother's friends knew, because like I guess if he knew they were coming over, he wears pants. But otherwise, he's just like fuck it. Everyone has to look at my pale white ass. <laughs> yeah, my pale white crinkly ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, this next one is a little bit funny, and we're gonna read. Just a little bit of it, I think. Um, Are you ready for... Am I the asshole for leaving my husband in the grocery store because he started acting like a toddler? Let's go. All about these mommies. (laughs) Okay, we all go through phases and pick up annoying habits. And sometimes we just need our loved ones to gently tell us if we've picked up a particularly egregious habit. Sometime in the last year, my, my husband has picked up a habit where he talks like a baby. At first it was funny, but it passed into embarrassing and then cringeworthy behavior very quickly. Examples of some of these words are doggo, pupper, woofer, subwoofer, pibble, hootie boy, uh, peepo, bird, meow meow, uh, burb, sorry, meow meow, sammy sandwiches, sammy whammy, chicken nuggies, chicky tendies, adding a toddler-esque lisp to words, and the ones that get really gross are childish euphemisms for genitalia or sex. I cannot emphasize this enough. It is not endearing or sexy to have my husband talk about my boobies and his wiener and weenie and wee-wee and hoo-hahs and bajingos. Um, And we have not had sex for six months because he cannot stop talking about my boobies and it makes me sick. Just before the pandemic hit, we were out at a restaurant with some friends and he actually ordered a chicky Sammy. Like, said that exact phrase. Chicky Sammy. Look, it's totally fine that he ordered the chicken sandwich. That's not even the issue. Our friends noticed the baby talk because he insisted on continuing the joke and even started talking with his god, with this god-awful toddler lilt. Um, And after that, I just couldn't stomach the idea of going out with him to adult places. I'd go out to the brewery with friends, but God forbid he join me and say, me want another beer or something. (laughs) I don't know where it came from. I don't know why he's doing this. I finally hit my limit when we were grocery shopping and everything seemed normal and fine until he gasped, gasped like a kid, ran to the ice cream section and jumped up and down yelling, ice cream, ice cream, I want chocolate. I was mortified. People were staring at him and me and he kept going and kept saying, can we get popsicles? And I just said, either talk to me like an adult or I'm leaving. And he started saying, ooh, you must be fun at parties and lighten up, will you? And shit like that. I just said, fuck it, and left the store, leaving him to walk home. And it was like a mile, so he was fine. Because I couldn't even look at him. Since then, things have been very tense, and he keeps telling me that he wants an apology for embarrassing him by leaving him in the store. I told him that people don't get to demand apologies. If someone wants to apologize, it's up to them, and I am absolutely not going to apologize for saving myself the embarrassment of a 35-year-old man with a mortgage and retirement account asking for chocolate ice cream he got his mom involved no joke she keeps telling me it's just a face and that he's probably bored and i should be happy that it's midlife crisis rather than him sleeping with 19 year olds at the local bar um i'm going crazy am i the asshole or do i just need to let my husband continuously embarrass me like this 
Uh, are you stopping there? You're going to go through her, all of her edits. And no, I'm not going through the the uh, addendums. Okay. Um, you know what? Of all of the three, this is the most believable. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because <this, laughs> there is like fucking no limit to how cringy and stupid a person could be. And this is definitely, I think, in that realm of Oh god, there's like a term for it. It was like millennial talk where you called something like a heckin' doggo. Yes. Um, where terms like, yeah, pupper and stuff came from. Where it's like, yeah, the people that did that for far too long and too much of their lives, that is embarrassing. Um, it was it was funny in the moment, calling like a, uh, what, an ant like a spicy boy or something like that. They're, they're funny every once in a while. But like, to do this to your fucking wife... 24-7 in public acting like this. I, I've i seen people act worse. Um, so I, I believe this one. And uh, <laughs> I also believe it. Um, I have met other people, other people in relationships um, whose like main personality trait or like main contribute contribution to the relationship is being annoying on purpose to get a rise out of their, out of their partner. And, oh, you know, boy. sometimes the partner is into it. Sometimes the partner's like, Haha, that's actually kind of funny. I enjoy this bit. And then sometimes, <laughs> like, you can tell it's been way too long. The partner is way too annoyed. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that partner ended up on the front page of the news for, you know, doing something not quite legal to their partner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And for this person to have, like no other i don't know source of comedy or like bits in their i guess repertoire of like having fun with their significant other or communication in a silly way i can see that i can see people having a lack of creativity i see it all day <laughs> yeah and like this poster sounds like they're a very um eloquent person who could communicate to their partner to their husband very clearly it's not funny to me. I want you to stop. Yeah. I and mean, they their husband to just the end of the story. hasn't. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, I don't know. Eh, let's see. I did scan through a couple of the later addendums and, you know, the obvious one came up. Is this a kink or a fetish? And her response was, if so, I'm absolutely done. And then in parentheses, it was edited again because uh, it says edited because it was offensive. And I assume she just went off <laughs> on that question. Uh, yeah. Um, she probably like, said that like adult babies are disgusting or something, which is, you know, we're not new to that sentiment. Um, yeah. Which is like what makes stuff like this really frustrating because yeah. there are certain people that <clears throat> like they only communicate in baby talk and and stuff and that just i don't know i think it's very icky to a lot of people because it's like hey i'm not currently a part of whatever fantasy you're fulfilling right now i'm talking to you as a person we're both two people right now and you either talk to me like another person or i'm just i'm gonna walk away and i'm writing you off yeah but okay to be clear, and also to ask you a, a clarifying question and get on the same page, there yeah. is a place, yeah. a time and place for baby talk, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah. in, like, like she's having an upset moment with is like, he's doing it all of the time. And when he made such a show of it by the ice cream, by like hopping up and down and yelling, like making a show of something she already is way over. Like, yeah lack of self-awareness and she's I, I i believe uh communicated several times like hey i don't like this can you please stop yeah like okay i'm <clears throat> i am guilty for throwing in a little bit of um stupid toddler talk um just to do a little light prod at my boyfriend just because he finds it a little bit funny and annoying and he has not asked me to, you know, knock it off and I only do it in private. Um, yeah. But I'll say, hey, uh, I'm kind of hungry. I'd like to, some snacks. Can we go for walkies? 
And that means yeah. I want to go to the grocery store across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, it's that's... it's very innocent. It's like, hey, can we go for walkies? Yeah. Yeah. And it's. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, it's yeah. Like it's far from the <clears throat> way you could have done. It. It's like, hey, well, can we go get walkies? Oh, please. Me is hungry. Yeah. Me hungry. Oh, <laughs> tummy wobbly. And it's like. And then you do that for like 15 minutes until your partner relents. And it's like, okay, will you, I will if you just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Doesn't seem polite. Yeah. Especially when it she isn't... says, I don't like it. And they go, but what if I did more of it? Yeah. Because you're and funny like... when you're angry. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it is almost like a form of like, I'm, I might look ridiculous, but you're going to look more ridiculous being mad at me. Um, and so it is like pushing someone's buttons. He found her upset button and he he's like a child having fun pressing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, like it's again, there's a time and a place for, you know, pushing people's buttons, you know, every once in a while. It's, but like you have to be aware when it is the time and the place and for how long and do you have that kind of relationship with that person to even do that true true now it sounds like we're getting into advice territory and Pisa Vigil I'm sure that you are aware that this is an advice show would you mind if we hopped over to a couple of the questions that I picked out from the Dear Jazzy um, questions and advice channel to, to kind of dig into here I would not mind at all. Okay. Uh, now we are running a little bit long. I'm going to shorten us down to one very good, very pressing question. Uh, this is from Darby, Darbinator, um, who asks, Dear humans who wear diapers, Taco Bell branded diaper. If this was official, would you wear it? What do you think it would look like? Should Taco Bell have official diapers because of what their food can do to a person? Uh... First, I guess I'll go ahead and answer. Uh, first question, would I? Absolutely. What does it look like? Uh, it's got the signature purple look for the sides. Uh, it's white. It's got, like, the Taco Bell bell right on the on the butt. Um, and when uh, each tape that comes off, it does the Taco Bell sound, like, bong. Um, <laughs> so, and... Uh, yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Uh, would you wear it? Oh, yeah. In a second. Uh, okay. I will take any other uh, crazy branded ones like Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Mountain Dew, uh, KFC, stuff like that. That'd be very fun. Yeah. And should Taco Hell... Ta- Taco Hell. <laughs> Edit that, please, Jazzy. Should Taco Bell have official diapers because of what their food can do to a person? <clears throat> um, I-, I think of... If any company did, it would be Taco Bell. I think it's like right up their branding alley. Uh, they they kind of do more unconventional things, and they're they're kind of fun. I think they'd do it. Yeah, uh, I do agree on the aesthetics. That purple is a very good purple. Um, I think it would look like the interior of the '90s Taco Bells. Yeah, with those like teals and purples and like gray off whites. Um, oh yeah, that was a good color scheme too. Yeah. Almost like those jazz pattern cups. The jazz cups from McDonald's. Yeah, like it's if you Google jazz cup, you'll see like that teal and purple crayon uh, swoosh design. Yeah, um, yeah. That was made very popular in the last couple of years, and now you can get it on like clothing. Thanks, Vaporwave. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be a little more geometric. Um, than like the jazz cup it would be more like circles and triangles and squares and stuff uh in that like purple teal like yeah. bright pink color scheme um i might be completely off about the idea of what a 90s taco bell looks like it hasn't been the 90s in like 20 years um <laughs> and should taco bell have official diapers because of what their food can do to a person no they shouldn't have diapers because of that reason because if Taco Bell gives you the shits. You are just not eating enough fiber. I'm sorry to say it, but it's you, not them. Mm, yeah, true. 
Yeah, because like those <clears throat> beans, just full of fiber, my dude. Um, yeah. Up your up your leafy greens, up your beans. Yeah, and more Taco people Bell. need to hear this. Eat your vegetables, goddammit. <laughs> Eat your veggies, please. <laughs> we beg of you. <laughs> and also wear the Taco Bell diapers. Yeah. Um. Hey. Oh, sorry. Did you have a, a comment? Oh, uh, no, I guess. Um, let's see. We're, uh, are we ending there or do we have more to cover? No, let's get back to the previous slide where I've got a couple of things to uh, follow okay. up on. Um, so the, the, am I the asshole Reddit segment? How'd you feel? What do you yeah. think? Um, I think like I've always felt when reading those, they feel more like creative writing exercises most of the time. Like, yeah. I think we both felt like two out of three were just like, oh, come on, this doesn't even make sense. Um, yeah, they feel embellished. Yeah. Um, and it, it genuinely doesn't feel like this person's under the illusion that they are even asking that they're the asshole. It's like they're asking for, uh, validation, like. True. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, c clearly, uh, I don't know, a am I the asshole? I, I can't have any friends over for, for four years and my, my spoiled little brother can have them all over. It makes no sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, uh, so and the like, one about, like. Uh, my friend's parents are the perpetrators. Am I the asshole for how they reacted? No. Yeah. They think my friend's shitting his pants every three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you'd be able to tell if he was. Anyways. Um, are there any similarities between those stories and like anything that you've experienced in real life, especially with like the perpetual baby talk one? Um... Hold on, sorry, repeat that for me again. Any takeaways or similarities to experiences that you've had from those Reddit posts? Um, let's see. No, I haven't personally experienced that, and I don't know. I want to believe, even though I, I also uh, partake in a lot of silliness, I feel like I, I, I want to believe I know when to stop. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And uh, stop being annoying. <clears throat> uh, so, I don't know. I, you can't just ask somebody to instantly have more self-awareness. But, like... True. Uh, I don't know. If you sense that you're the annoying one in your friend group, that's not, like, a badge of honor. <laughs> but also, human brains are weird sometimes, and you can feel paranoid for no reason, so... Sometimes yeah, it takes an outside opinion. Um, I recommend therapy. <laughs> I recommend therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend, you know, having honest friends. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah, a big one. Just yeah, be around uh, honest, good people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you are the product of your friend group. And uh, I can say that I've been made better by both you and Jazzy and a bunch of the mm. other people who I speak to on a regular basis. Um, pizza bagel. Yes. What are you working on right now? <clears throat> uh, currently, the uh, fun little monthly event called December. Um, it seems to be a daily sketch where we follow along on a calendar with specific days as the theme. And it's all very like, you know, you just got a character just being very dumb. Um, brain drain, baby brain, bimbo. Yeah, that kind of stuff. The yeah. whole shebang. Yeah, just just not even thinking about anything, which has got to be such a relief. Yeah. <sighs> um, I'm a big fan of your your drawing so far. I recommend that people check out your pages, your Twitter page. And uh, are you posting these on DeviantArt as well? I don't think so. There's going to be, you know, like 20-ish. And they are kind of just like sketches I do in an hour or so. True. So, I don't know. Yeah, not worth. Not yeah. sure how worthy of archiving they are, but hey, right click and save them if you like them. Yeah, um, um, check out this guy's Twitter. Recommend yeah, it. Thank you. It's uh, pizza the numbers. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say if I'm working on something larger. I've got to wait for a couple more things to like fall into place, but mm -hmm. hopefully it happens. 
I also quite like your Princess Daisy animation. Thank you. That looks like it came straight from a video game. You worked so hard on that. Everyone should put eyes on it right now. Yeah, please. Um, Yeah, once I dropped in the sound effects, I was like, oh, this is beautiful, and I love it now. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But let's see. Yeah, other than that, uh, less interesting stuff. Yeah, I think I think we'll call it there for me. Yeah, you've got a big boy job to work on too. Um, but what are some of your favorite things from the past few months? Any experiences, new items in your in your plethora of hobby items, movies that you've seen, things that you've done? Um, uh, if you guys do get a chance to go see Godzilla minus one, that was an amazing film. Uh, both critics. And audiences are raving about Godzilla minus one. No, I've heard awesome things about it. And I was looking it up. I think there's like 37 or something different Godzilla (laughs) movies. Yeah, they're they're like James Bond where they're just like they've been doing them for decades. Yeah. Um, uh, But this this is the best Godzilla one that you've ever seen. uh, So far, pretty good contender um, uh, because like usually there's a. I don't know, a problem with incorporating the human characters into these these movies mm-hmm. and trying to do the balancing act of like, okay, I don't want to look at the human characters all the whole time. Like, I get this like a drama and like what Godzilla does to a city and people's lives. But like, I also want to see the giant monster knock a building over and like fight a big moth. Um, so this one actually does an amazing job. It takes place just after World War Two. Like a like a World War II kamikaze pilot, he's chickened out on actually fulfilling his uh, duty as a kamikaze pilot, and he feels partially responsible for allowing Godzilla to wreak havoc uh, on Japan. Um, so it is like a very pretty good drama on that end, and then the special effects are pretty nice to look at too. And it was a film that was done for a very small budget. Like, I think it was $15 million, which is, like, the budget some shows have for, like, an episode. Right. Yes, that's true. So I would highly recommend it. And if you can, catch a, uh, if you've ever heard of this before, a 4X screening. Though That was pretty fun. So. Yeah, you were just telling me about that with the, um, like, extended widescreen experience for like the big panning shots and like big scene shots yeah it's it's it was honestly i had never seen anything like it i had never heard of it before and they have two additional projectors on each wall so that they you know project on the opposing wall and you just get like massive wide vistas when it opens up so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cute very nice. Thank you for telling me about that. And yeah. uh, so that was something that you've experienced, but is there anything that you're looking forward to? Hmm. Hard to... Oh, The Boy and the Heron. That's coming out uh, this week. Um, Miyazaki's heard of new it. film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. After he declared, I'm doing no more movies. And he's like, okay, one more movie. <laughs> yeah and then the boy That's and the true. heron is coming out and then, and then later movies are he was interviewed afterwards uh after like the boy and the herons like develop like i think he even was like okay no marketing for this movie this is just gonna come out and it has mm-hmm. very little marketing and then i think a, a more recent interview was like hey you so you said the boy and the heron was gonna be like your last movie is that true and he's like uh you know what i go back on that i want to keep making movies it's too much fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like he's got a really good team working with him. Uh, and I'm glad that he's gotten back into working on movies because um, there's been a couple of Ghibli films or like Ghibli-esque films that have been released that are done by his nephew that just were not not it. Like they had the visual yeah. charm, but they had none of like the, the good, um, compact, um, digestible story. Yeah, I actually haven't seen, because the one that I can think of is, like, The Earwig and the Witch, Um, and I did not see that one, because it it did really, like, hit very tepidly. Um, No one really had anything rave to say about it, and I, again, I think in interviews, uh, 
uh, Miyazaki said about the same thing. He was just like, has the visual flair, has no heart. I was like, okay, yeah. man. <laughs> same with <laughs> say that about your son. Yeah. yeah. Was it his son or his nephew? I want to say it was his son, but I, I could okay, be misremembering. I'm looking it up. Oh, shit. Uh, I think I might be misremembering. I'm going to yeah, look that up real quick, but uh, I'm also going to complain about um, the Wizard of Earthsea uh, Ghibli adaptation and how it, it took the character names and some of the character tropes and t- mixed them all together in a blender. And those are things that should not have been blended. It was an interesting movie. It was not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, and that's a shame because like... I don't know. That's one. If I had to put together my own podcast, it would definitely be like, hey, there's movies that you like and they're most of the way there. They have the elements that you really like, but they need like punching up. Um, mm-hmm. Like you would discuss, you know, with with your guests, like, hey, here's what I would do with this movie. And like maybe here's a storyboard I was thinking of for this part. And that would fix this later on. Um but, because, yeah, there's plenty of those movies where it's just like, please, what's going on here? What happened in the third act? <laughs> yeah. Like, you've got this this tangle of ropes that never really gets untangled satisfying in, in a satisfactory way. Uh, and you were right. It was his son. It's Goro. Goro Miyazaki. Um, I apologize for all my previous transgressions. I take back what I said. Not his nephew. It's his son. Um, yeah, it's okay. You will be punished. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's good to know that you care. Yeah. Uh, are you ready for the outro, my friend? Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Dear Guesty, a podcast spinoff of Dear Jazzy. Dear Jazzy is an at odds with God production hosted by Jasmine Starshine and Fonny ABDL. Check out Jazzy and Fonny's social media links, Dear Jazzy's subscribe star link, and the Dear Jazzy merch store link at oddswithgod.com. To join our Discord Discord server or ask us a question, reach out to us at dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. That's dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. And dear guesty, what's your podcast sign-off tagline? It's, uh, hey, this has been Pizza Bagel, and when you're here, you're family. Thanks so much, and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>